Tonight on the show, we have the founder of the Razzies, and we talk to an actual troll from the movie Troll 2. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch the hospitality. I will allow it. Proudly resents is Adam Spiegelman, Marilyn Gigliotti. Marilyn, thank you for being here. Thank you. We have one of the stars here from the movie, Troll 2, one of the actual trolls. So you tell us your name? Arturo Benveniti. Arturo Benveniti, thank you so much for coming here. Now, where are, have you come from? I live in Florence, Italy. All You came all the way to Florence, Italy to do this interview? Yes, yes. I hear very good things about the podcast, so I come to visit. Is this backwards? Yes, it is. There you go. Ah, so much better. Benvenuti, we can barely hear you, but now we can hear you. Great. You came all the way out here and you had no idea how to use the microphone. Is that... I am an actor, not a sound person. <laughs> you are? You At look... best, I've ever used a laugh, but usually it's a man following me around with a mic on a stick. It, it was a low-budget movie, wasn't it? It's like, so they actually flew you um, to... I flew was... myself. Uh... All by yourself to be... To I... come to this podcast. <laughs> Proudly resents. You... Or as we say in Florence... Yes. Proudly resents. So it's the same in, in <laughs> Yes, because otherwise you cannot find the website. If we translate, you that cannot find the website. I appreciate that. I don't yes. know who writes the language, but tell them I appreciate yes, that yes. for making that rules. Now, did you always want to be an actor? No. No. What? I wanted to be a doctor, then a lawyer, and then I wanted to be a chef. But I just stumbled into acting as a fallback. And you still act? I, or you st- yes, uh-huh. yes, very much so. What are some of the things that we might have seen you in? Yes. Did you see uh, all the pretty horses? I actually did see all the pretty yes, horses. Yes, I you? was in that. Really? That's fine. Who were you? I in? was one of the horses. You were one of the- <laughs> I didn't really remember you from that. Yes, yes. So, so the costumes got a lot better then since uh, Troll 2. Yes, yes. How did you end up in Troll 2? How did- was there an audition process? Did you read about in the paper? I, yes, very much. I'm, I, you know, I really feel bad about asking yes or no questions because I, I don't think I'll get it. Yes, act- there was an audition process. <laughs> I had to go in. <laughs> I auditioned first for the daughter, Holly. I wanted to be Holly. You the are... shirt, the Garfield shirt, yes. that was the shirt I wore to that the audition. That was your actual yes. shirt. But you I thought it small. would be funny to give her the backstory of, I am uh, an Aries. Yes. And then they incorporate this into the screenplay. I don't want to be rude, but you're a very, very, very small man. Yes, tiny little man. You are. I mean, you are actually standing. That on is the why chair. I did not get the part of Holly because I was not strong enough to bench press for an hour. <laughs> how long could you bench press? Could once. You, once. <laughs> well, and how much can you bench press? One. One, just one, and yes. then you're out. Yeah. Do you need a spot? Should I spot ah, you? Ah, yes, I love the spot. No. This spot, that spot, everywhere spots. There's a lot of uh, talk about the Oscars. Are, are you in any of these Oscar movies coming out? Coming out right now? That are you know that people yes, are talking yes, about. Yes, very much so. Uh, the Black Swan, I heard. I was in Black Swan. You were. I was a Black Swan. You were the, the actual <laughs> swan. Yes. I thought that was a little bit knocking you over the head when they had a swan walk across. It a was black a swan. little bit too much. Yes. <laughs> yes. But who were you to complain? No, I, I needed the work. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the Departed. Did you ever see Departed? I did see the bar. I don't you remember, remember you. the rat? So the sorry. rat who walks in at the end. At the end, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> no, in a rat suit. <laughs> so obviously, it's like you were getting very well known for animal parts. Then. Yes, okay. yes, and also just blatant 
knock over the head symbolism. Yes, yes. You you're the guy to yes, go to. Yes, in fact, in in uh, in two movies, I actually played a symbol. <laughs> you did. Yes, in a marching band. Oh my God! Were you in that uh, drumline movie? Drumline and yes. also the Social Network. <laughs> Wait a second. I played a symbol. The symbol in the social network. Yes. Oh, that was. I thought that was Justin Timberlake. That was you. Yes. And what was Justin Timberlake like? Were you in any scenes with him? Did you oh, yes. We shared the trailer. You did? Yes. You and Justin. Yes. We had all the bitches. Yeah. How many, women just love that guy. Yes. You it's know. hard to compete. <laughs> it was not a good idea to share a trailer because even when I brought women back to my trailer, they would end up with Justin Timberlake. Hey. I don't want to be, again, I don't want to be rude, but... Yes, so you, far you have not stopped. <laughs> no, I mean, you are a, a, a small... I am a small person, but yeah. I am big for a small person. What? Ah. Is that there what are no small actors. Well... There are only people who play tiny little parts. What is your love like? Like, are you married? Do you date a lot? Yes and yes. Wait, you are Italian. I am a philanderer. You are. It's very European. It's okay. My wife, she don't care. She doesn't care. No. So you have an open marriage. Yes. So I can bang your wife. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> totally. You can try. She's going to say no to you. She'll say no to me. <laughs> yes, like, yes. I big. know what type she likes, and she don't like you. Well, she likes very small men. She likes people with charisma, attractive. <laughs> oh, unlike... Correct. Wow. For a little man, you hurt me very big. Yes, I have uh, very much cutting ways of the world. I feel like I want to, and I'm not really, I mean, I'm glad you flew out here, but as soon as you can go back, it's great. Do you want to promote? Yes, I'm taking the red eye back tonight. You are? Yes. So you just came here yes. to insult me twice and then go back? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, I would like to promote a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I want to know. the insults are flying pretty well both ways. I am number four. The number four, the movie is coming oh, out. Oh, I am number four. Huge film. Yes, I am number seven. You are in this film? You in number seven? four, yes. Oh, I can see I Audition for number four, but and? I got number seven. And how many were there? Nine. Nine. Uh-huh. So you, you just made it. The first three are dead. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm number four. Where is number seven? Where is number, and what about the King's Speech? Are you in that film at all? Yes. Who do you play in the King's Speech? Background. You are just in the background. If every time there's a people in the background, I'm in that shot. Constantly walking around the shot. Yes. How do they justify your character just constantly walking around? No, I was uh, in uh, King's Speech. It was a gorilla extra making. You were an extra gorilla? Gorilla. Like I sneak onto the set every day to be in the background so I can later say to my friend, look at me, I'm in this shot as well. And so if we watch, we can look and we can see you yes, as a gorilla. I was not paid by the film. They were not aware that <laughs> I was doing know. this. No, At all. Was anybody at any time see you there? Yes. They did. And what would they say when they saw a gorilla? Uh, uh, who is the lead in that movie? Clive Owen? <laughs> no, it was... Um, <laughs> Clive Owen. Yes, okay. Yeah, Cl- for, for the sake of this, because I can't think of the guy's he name. Says, uh, he says, uh, what, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? So by the time you finish the sentence, you were gone. <laughs> g- 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 yes, g- yes. G- and you would were, you were yes, run off. Yes. But luckily for you, Clive Owen or whoever was playing that part. It was a Clive Owen. Or no, it was a Sean Connery. <laughs> no, it was the other British guy. Viggo Mortensen. No, the, the other one. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, I think it was Ed O'Neill, or I think it was the guy who played uh, Hunter, Fred. Uh, <laughs> Fred Thompson, Fred Dreyer, yes. Fred Dreyer. 
Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson was at the lead and then quit. To run it was for Representative John Boehner. I love Boehner's work, by the way. Yeah. Crying in that one. Well, thank you very much. Is there anything you want to say to the, the fans of Troll 2? Because people just rally around this film for days. The fans of Troll 2. I just want them to know that the movie would have been better, but it was not. It was not. <laughs> is that an apology or an admission? Or it's a statement of fact. It is just what it is. What it is. Yes. Well, thank you so much for flying all the way out. Thank here. you for letting Marilyn, me Marilyn, I'm sorry. Do you have another uh, question? No, not at all. Great. I think we've beat this. I mean, it was great talking to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> now I will disappear. What? Oh, my God. He's gone. Hey there, Adam, and proudly resents. This is John Mathot from Horrible Movie Night, our the live riffing movie riffing show in Los Angeles. Calling to say that our worst movie of 2010 was an old movie from 1985 called Alien Warrior in Canada, also known as King of the Streets, about Jesus's brother coming to Earth to finish the job that Jesus didn't do right. This is from the film, not my personal opinion here. Uh, he decides to do this by coming to L.A. Skid Row and teaching a street gang kung fu and uh, beating back some drug dealers and helping empower a uh, woman who volunteers at a reading center. It's very strange, very bizarre. One of the worst, weirdest, most awesome movies we've ever seen. Uh, check us out at HorribleMovieNight.com and come see our shows monthly in Hollywood and probably resents rules. Thank you, guys. Bye. Hey, welcome to Proudly Resents. We're here with Marilyn Gigliotti. Hello. Sean Conroy. Hey there. And our very special guest on the phone with us, John Wilson from the Razzies Awards. How are you? I'm doing okay. How long have you guys been doing the Razzies? The one that we're staging is our 31st annual. If you're old enough to remember when Ronald Reagan was shot and they postponed the Oscars, that's when we did the first Razzie. Wow. What are the Razzies for people who don't know? <laughs> we are the other end of the scale and on purpose tacky. Uh, from the Academy Awards. We are the worst films of the year. Worst actor, worst actress, worst picture. And this year we have a special category based on the most obnoxious trend in movies in 2010. Worst eye-gouging misuse of 3D. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some good ones on it. We'll get to it in a second. But what made you come up with the awards? How did this come about? In 1980, I worked for a company that was sponsoring a film festival, and I made a deal with my boss. I said I would do all the paperwork if I could get all the tickets. In 1980, between the film festival and just the fact that I'm a movie nut, I actually saw 250 films. Oh, wow. And when you see that many, you begin to realize the odds don't favor the other end of the scale from the Razzies. They favor the crappy stuff. It, specifically, I saw a double feature. I only paid 99 cents. In the summer of 1980, I saw The Village People in Can't Stop the Music oh. and Olivia <laughs> Newton-John in Xanadu. And I guess the phrase terrible disco musical is somewhat redundant. <laughs> Was that when you had a, the, your aha The moment. epiphany, yes. yes. As I drove home and could not get my 99 cents back. <laughs> I remember going in my head, there's Saturn 3, there's Jazz Singer, there's Blue Lagoon, there's Raise the and, 90, and 99 up. cents in yeah. those days was worth, it was like worth like 
probably a close to a dollar thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the exchange rate. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation. Right. It also grew out of the fact that I grew up in a family. Both of my parents were Depression era movie buffs, and as a kid, we'd stay up every year and watch the Oscars on our little black and white TV in Chicago. My parents would actually take me out of school to go see classic films sometimes on the other side of town. And actually, when I was about 12, we lived across the street from where the Oscars were held. And this is the days before you had to go through all the probing and searching and background checks. We would take the day off school and sit in the bleachers and watch the stars arrive for the Academy Awards. Wow. People don't understand. It doesn't come from a place of hatred. It comes from a snarky place, but a place that's genuinely loving of a good movie and appreciative of the right bad movie. Has there been a movie that you changed your mind on that you said, this is terrible, and then you came back and said... It's actually great. Simple answer, no. <laughs> no. Well, you know, uh, now, there are different kinds of bad movies. There are the great, so bad, they're delicious movies, right. like Pia Zadora in Lonely Lady or Showgirls or Battlefield Earth. There are these so bad, they're excruciating to even sit through bad movies. The only one we ever gave Worst Picture to that's so awful it's never even been on video is a thing called Inchon, which we referred to as the first film Laurence Olivier made after he died. <laughs> then there are the ones that just, they're indefensible. There's really only one Worst Picture winner I absolutely hate. It's Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. I just think that thing <laughs> is just mean and nasty and stupid and pointless. It's, and uh, when he like showed Tom up Green. to collect the award, we told him that. <laughs> so he was there at the at the awards. He's one of a handful who have actually had the guts to show up. I would give him credit for that. What's the appeal for people to come to your award show? Well, it does if you look at the people who have embraced it, and there are they are few and far between. It has an endearing quality when somebody of that level, somebody like a Halle Berry or just last year Sandra Bullock, stands up and admits they blew it and does it in a way that's self-deprecating. Bullock kind of tried to make the case that she didn't believe we had seen her film and. She brought a little wagon full of DVDs for everybody. <laughs> and she said, watch it, and I bet you'll change your mind. And? We did, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to make a note of that this year, letting her know that? Well, she offered to come back and give us back the award if we changed our minds. And if she shows up, she also said she'd take us all out for a drink, so it's going to be expensive for her. Wow. <laughs> so did you think for a second, well, we'll try to say this movie's good so we can get a free drink? and get her award back. <laughs> not worth it. No, not really, because, um, and I have to say, the other two movies that she made last year, the one she got the Oscar for, Blindside, was kind of pandering, but as what it was, was a pretty good movie. And The Proposal was actually a fairly cute romantic movie. There yeah. are very few of those anymore. And which is the one she won for? It's called All About Steve, and it was so good, they kept it in a vault for two years <laughs> before they released it. It's always a bad sign. <laughs> But it seemed like that movie was two different movies, right? It was this weird obsession movie, and then she literally falls in a hole. Yes, literally. she falls down a well at the end and does this. Like baby Jessica. She's stuck down there with this little black girl who can't escape, and she's telling her all these horrible, self-pitying things. Ugh. Yeah, like, your life's not bad enough. You've been in this hole for three days. Listen, my hair is all frizzing up. Yeah. <laughs> The whole part is not even the end. It's the middle of the movie. The movie goes on for another it's three, a, four And days. my favorite moment when I saw it at the theater, there's a scene. She doesn't ever stop talking, and right. she talks a mile a minute, and she uses words many people don't know. There's a scene where the entire other passenger group on a bus votes her off, and they leave her in the middle of nowhere, and the audience applauded. 
In the theater. In the theater. Yeah. <laughs> do you see all these movies in the theater, or do you see some of them at home? I try, but a lot, I have to say a lot of the stuff that's of interest to us tends to come out this time of year when I am, you know, very distracted putting together the show that is always in the early part of the year. Last year, I didn't manage to see Wolfman in a theater. I saw it on video, but I had a bunch of friends over. And that's one of several that should have gotten something, but there just were too many in 2010. When is the best time of year to see a bad film? Like, when do all the bad films come well, out? Well, the... The tradition in Hollywood, and they would never admit this, the dumping ground is after the first of the year and before about St. Patrick's Day. Anything huge budget, major profile that comes out in that time frame, they're kind of admitting they know that it's a dog. Are you saying Green Hornet? <laughs> not a good film. I can't believe they think, I'll be curious to see if they're right or not, I can't believe they think there's an audience for Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler in the same movie together. That was an odd pairing. She must have been paid more, I hope. <laughs> you know, it's the random wheel of a leading lady and funny comic, and they spin the two of them, you know, be Jack Black and... and that Noah. would actually involve more thought than, than goes into yeah, a lot of what they make these days. Yes, packaging is a big part of, of what goes into the creation of a Razzie. The ultimate example is about 20 years ago, I think, somebody at 20th Century Fox decided they could get Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone, and it was a musical. Oh, it was a great. thing called Rhinestone, which is just hideous. Oh, it's a classic. <laughs> you can't say no to that. Sing a few bars of Drinkenstein for us. <laughs> let's go through some of the nominees, and I'll ask everyone sure. here, including some... What are the front runners? What do you think will win? And the, the ballots haven't gone, they've gone out, but you guys haven't collected all the ballots yet, right? No, we actually are doing our final ballot online this year. Um, and it's self-tabulating, but like the parent who doesn't want to know the sex of their kid, I haven't checked what's leading right now. So there's no cheating involved. When I read you the five of them, there's The Bounty Hunter. This is the worst picture. Mm-hmm. The Last Airbender, Sex in the City 2, the latest Twilight Zone, uh, Twilight Zone, <laughs> Twilight Saga, Eclipse. Interesting Freudian slip. Right, and Vampires <laughs> Suck. Marilyn, real quick. You know, I haven't seen all of them, but it's some, and I've never heard of Vampire Sucks, so I'm going to have to go with that one because it kind of, the, the... Doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> real quick, Sean. I would go with The Last Airbender because I just wanted it to be called The Last Airbender, Thank God. <laughs> no more Airbender. They knew this movie was so bad, yeah, they didn't yeah. say the first Airbender. Right. There's They're no like, sequel possibility. We're in, we're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it originally was supposed to be part of a four-part film arc. In England, apparently Bender has some sexual implications. Right. And so every time it played in theaters in England, everybody just laughed every time. And the word Bender must be in that movie, 180 The Last Airbum. <laughs> and yes, it also... It, we're going to have a lot of fun with the fact that it sounds like someone who can flatulate around a corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie. And so, John, what would your choice be for out of those five? I would have to go with Airbender because it was so a huge budget, well-known property. They did the bogus 3D thing on it. It just hits all the cylinders. The Vampire Suck is one of those like epic movie, one of those yes, takeoff uh, movies. Selterberg is what they're known as. It's, it's two guys who, between them, can't write a funny joke. And they've done six or seven of these things. This one is taking off on Twilight. Bad comedies are really hard to watch. Like good bad films, like you were saying, like Xanadu was fun to watch, but. Um, well, I yeah. actually saw Vampire's Suck and Twilight Saga back to back on DVD. And I have to say, there were more laughs in Twilight. Um, Vampire's yeah. Suck is. These guys just keep going back to the same well, and there's no logic to how the does film somebody, flows. Does somebody it's get kicked just, in the balls, I hope? 
Is there any ball? Yeah, can... yeah. Oh, and there's even God. in the middle of all the Twilight stuff, there's a scene where Alice falls into the rabbit hole just because Alice in Wonderland had made a lot of money while they were filming. Right. Sure, why not? <laughs> does anyone get thrown up on? Does a woman get thrown up on by a guy? I honestly don't. I would think I would remember that. No, it's a I don't think so. Uh, perhaps in the audience. Yes, in the audience. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, you, your new category, and we'll go through this. Uh, worst eye gouging misuse of 3D. Now you spell it. Misuse is that a cross-dressing reference? Is there <laughs> no. going to be a lady? A <laughs> no, it's just of to emphasize oh, misuse. Okay. Because that was my name. Miss Speller was actually my uh, dance name. Anyway, so <laughs> let's go through the names and we'll find out what you guys think. I did see the Green Hornet, and they did seem like they just threw that 3D on there to make it. Yeah, the, I I did some research, and I think. I'm pretty sure all five of these titles were not actually real 3D. They were um, digitally mm. enhanced. Is that the the phrase what, they use? What bothers me about that is is that these people thought these movies would be good on their own. <laughs> like they were like, <laughs> I would like to see Green Hornet as a 1D movie. Oh my god! Just just Wasn't lines, it? just lines. <laughs> so like, but the other thing about the fake 3D is that you know they charge that little surcharge like two to four bucks and then they take the glasses back which i think is really tacky that's a good point but some places even more than that we i did some research on a a website called box office mojo in 2010 the actual number of tickets they sold went down but the dollars they collected because of the 3d surcharge went up i thought that was a very interesting that explains exactly what the 3d thing so you can come in on monday and say we we had a number one movie so you're saying you're saying a lot of filmmaking is just about making money oh no it's art (laughs) please please if you put an f on the front of it (laughs) let's start with some art here we have uh worse eye gouging misuse of 3d so the first art project was cats and dogs number two revenge of kitty galore Next one was uh, Clash of the Titans remake, The Last Airbender, and The Nutcracker in 3D, mm. which is not a wacky comedy. Mm. It's an actual <laughs> dance movie. And Saw 3D, which uh, I think they said would be the last Saw. And then they said it tested well, so they changed all the advertising. <laughs> this is the final-ish chapter. You know? Now, the interesting thing about Nutcracker is it cost, according to Box Office Mojo again, it cost $90 million. It grossed 127000 worldwide. So they so they lost a little yes, bit of money. They on that. lost something in the neighborhood of ninety million. Dollars. <laughs> they got kicked in the balls. What? So three D doesn't always help. What did you see this uh, Nutcracker movie? <laughs> did you see it? It played in maybe fourteen theaters, and it was very hard to find. It basically they took the children's ballet, the Tchaikovsky piece, and just turned it into some kind of weird Soviet nightmare with angry um, rats, and it just, yeah, it was it's. Uh, pretty much a mess. What are some of the highlights going back in your 31-year history of the show? What What are some things that stand out to you? I know Halle Berry was a big moment when she came out from yeah. Catwoman. Actually, one of my favorites is somebody who hadn't actually even been nominated for a Razzie, Robert Conrad, the man who created the original Wild Wild West. His contract with Warners when he sold them the property was that he had to keep his mouth shut for a year. The year expired right before our show, <laughs> and he showed up and accepted on behalf of the movie, and ju- he was funny, he was sharp, he was nasty, he was having a great time, <laughs> and the audience loved it. And did, he have a, you know, did he have a battery on his shoulder? Was <laughs> <laughs> that him or Chad Everett? That might have been Chad Everett. <laughs> John, where can we see, if people want to uh, find out more about the Razzies, and go to your website. 
Our website is www.razzies.com. And we also just launched in the last couple of weeks uh, the Razzie channel on YouTube with clips from past shows and uh, gives you an idea of, of what it is we actually do in our ceremony. So was the Robert Conrad clip is there? Actually, uh, no, it's not yet. It'll probably end up on there in the next few months. So hurry up. We've got Hallie's speech and Sandra's speech and a compilation reel of our 30 years so far and then clips from the last three or four years. It's a very funny show. You guys do a lot of uh, Thank you. songs and stuff. And could we, how do people go and see the show this year? At this point, we're, we're more than sold out. But part of the deal with the membership that's available on the website is that you are offered the opportunity to get two tickets. Not everybody who wants them can get them. Great. And uh, can people watch on Ustream? Is there any way to see it? We've been trying to, to work out something where it would be streaming on the net. The problem is when we do it live and the tickets are given away with the membership, we can use clips. If you put advertising anywhere near those clips, every union in town come down, comes down on you like a duck on a June bug. And I don't. And you don't want a duck coming down on yes, the June bug. I don't. I don't think the show is as funny without the clips because no matter how nasty the comments you make before it, if you show a scene from Last Airbender, you're justified. <laughs> you don't feel so bad about it. Well, thank you very much, John. And I luck appreciate and, it. And this year, it's the night before the Oscars, Saturday night. So again, you're amazing with press. So you can just Google it, every news outlet and see who the winners are in the highlight. Yes. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. One thing that I was interested, well, I would have liked to have asked him is that... Um, we can call him back. No, that's okay. Are there movies that were considered for the Razzies or nominated for the Razzies, but that were also nominated for the Oscars? I would have liked him to explain you know, what a duck any, does to I, a June bug. <laughs> and I mean, at any any point, you know, during their yeah. their their history. That'd be interesting to find out. Should I ask? Ah, that's right. It would have made the show interesting. <laughs> also, I wanted to know if there was a direct correlation... <laughs> Between the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan and the beginning of the Razzies. I was dying to ask him that. Or if it was just a coincidence. Yeah, I wanted to see his involvement in it, but to yeah, be honest, yeah. I was scared that it would be some kind of like... Like it was an alibi for him. <laughs> I had I was, nothing to do with Hinkley <laughs> trying to assassinate Reagan. I was working on the Razzies at I the time. I was watching the village people in a yeah. film. How dare you accuse me of something 99 so. cents. I have the ticket right here. I have the ticket. Go to our website, BradleyPresents.com. Check out theretroradiolive.com and the long thelongshotpodcast.com. Check out a podcast. It's really good. It's called The Entrepreneurial Life. It's really good, and there's a lot of good episodes about making money. And there's a great that would be two, a nice thing. There's a two-parter about how to do a job interview. Oh, not a hint, Sean. Where do you see yourself in five years? Have you have, what, when you go on a job interview? Do you get nervous? I don't know that I've ever been on a job interview. <laughs> that, really? I've no. actually asked the wrong person. Yeah, never. Uh, no. Never. Even your very first job. No. What was your first job? Junior high school teacher. <laughs> they didn't. They were just like, please come in. Yeah. Really? I mean, I guess I had an interview with the principal. <laughs> He's like, where did you, where did you go to college? Oh, that's a good school. You can teach anything. You're hired. Where was the school? Holy Cross. No, no, not your college. The uh, where you taught. Oh, uh, it was Lydia B. Wadley Junior High School at the corner of 114th Street and Frederick Douglass Boulevard. In Manhattan. So, have you heard from any of those students? Yeah. Yeah? I just ran into them last Christmas. <laughs> so, so, you didn't have a high school job then, huh? I did, but I kind of just stumbled into everything. Wow. You know? I remember that now you're saying, wow, this is great. He can make a living as an actor. He is not making a living. <laughs> Let me just assure you. I'm actually making a dying. 
So please, Sean, listen. This is actually just an intervention for you. Entrepreneurial life. Please, you listen to that. There's a great subject you can pick from. And you can go to the website, theentrepreneurialife.com, or go to iTunes. All right, everyone else plugged. Let's get out of here. Thank you very much. Good night. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Nice.